everybody. Hope you are uh, safe and sound out there. Um, today is another one of our Do Better Better essays. Uh, again, these are crafted to help you think more clearly about the future today. Uh, a reminder that these uh, essays complement the audio version of our weekly newsletter that comes out on Fridays. And of course, our groundbreaking uh, conversations with diverse interdisciplinary humans who are all working on the front lines of the future. We're going to have those coming back pretty soon. Uh, we are super grateful to have you as part of our important, not important community, um, working alongside us and the world's uh, smartest people on the world's biggest problems and opportunities. Um, two quick reminders for you. You can get uh, the written version of these essays, uh, our newsletter, and more uh, by signing up right in your inbox at importantnotimportant.com. And two, uh, you can send any sort of feedback to us at questions at importantnotimportant.com. And again, you can feel free to record a voice memo on your phone and send that in, and uh, we might use it in a future episode. Okay, so uh, today is Do Better Better number five, uh, originally titled How to Spend Your Time Right Now. Uh, this was originally published on August 29th, 2020. So uh, while most of these are pretty evergreen, to be clear, this one is uh, about two months before the election. Uh, but I do believe that the message holds true. Here we go. This series is called uh, Do Better Better because I want to help you question, assess, plan, and act with a deeply validated purpose. So this strategy can be a tremendous asset in uncertain seasons. If continuously practiced and honed, it can guide us through highs and lows. When we suffer loss, for example, or feel threatened, we tend to gain a heightened perspective on life if only for a brief period of time. We hunker down and focus on what's most important, and for many that means family. This pivot doesn't imply that other things are suddenly and forever unimportant, whether it's work, friends, the news of the day, these still matter, but they take a back seat for a while. And maybe we reorganize our priorities a bit going forward, most significantly around how we spend our finite time. Time which suddenly feels like a gift. On the other hand, with a laundry list of existential crises piling up outside our window, it's easy to feel overwhelmed and like we are constantly fighting a never-ending battle and, and losing. Time itself loses meaning. We are pulled in so many different directions at once every single day. Instead of the acute pain and lucidity that comes from a death in the family, for instance, we are relentlessly overpowered and told that it's only going to get worse. Time becomes inescapable. Our efforts to gain control are just not enough. It can all feel a bit much. This feeling is often the catalyst for the popular question, when will things go back to normal? And that's a very 2020 thing to ask. It's completely understandable. I'm reminded, however, of a conversation last year between two of my idols in the climate movement, Dr. Ayanna Elizabeth Johnson and Rihanna Gunwright. Dr. Johnson asked Ms. Gunwright, who had recently spent quite a bit of time architecting the Green New Deal, 
when and how did trying to prevent the apocalypse become your day job? To which Miss Gunwright replied, I'm black. Which apocalypse? Normal means so many different things to so many different people, especially in a nation as unequal as ours. Thus, the things that we each take for granted differ accordingly. Conversely, so do the things we cherish above all else. Normal, for black Americans, can be an unarmed black brother and son and father being shot seven times in the back by the police and then, once paralyzed for life, handcuffed to his hospital bed for good measure. This while, at the very same moment in the very same town, a white vigilante assassin wanders the streets with a personal assault weapon in one hand and a fresh water bottle in the other. A gift from the very same police. Normal for so many black Americans is standing for decades on the front lines of the climate crisis before we even called it that as toxic fumes from cars and oil wells poison their air and urban heat makes very specific red line parts of cities too hot to live in, too hot to learn in, but just hot enough to die in. Countless black Americans experience these as day-to-day direct threats. A question they're asking every day is, how can I live? While white pundits are on cable news every day asking questions like, how can Joe Biden get the same black male turnout that Obama did? But this election isn't about Joe Biden. This election is about you. Joe Biden is simply a vessel for what you want the world to be in this time. There's a fair amount of banter on the fringes, whatever that means anymore, that America's headed for another civil war. Polling and voting have revealed that most Americans have already decided which side they're on. The question to ask today is, why? Why are you on one side or the other? Get specific, no more specific. What is the one hill you're willing to die on, and why does it mean so much to you? Sure, you're a good person. There's so much you care about. And things are on fire everywhere. So I understand if it can be hard to narrow down the list of issues you feel must be improved upon or that we simply cannot give up on. We have no time. We have so many things to fix now, yesterday. I don't disagree, believe me. But I suggest picking just one for this exercise. Pick one issue that feels closest to life and death for you, for your family. Remember, for some Americans, this isn't an exercise. Now, imagine you have exactly 64 days left to defend this thing that you've chosen. That's it. No more, no less. Not 64 days 
until you can defend it. Imagine these 64 days are the very last 64 chances you'll ever have to defend this very just thing or to defend against some terrible evil. And you, your voice, your vote, and your dollar are all that stands in the way. How will you muster? How will you be heard? Who will you rally to your side? Which of your many skills will you put to the test in these, the climactic moments across these 64 days? These 64 days could be the 64 most impactful days of your life if you take advantage of every single one. Loss teaches you that you can't stop time or change the past, but you can always start now and fight for the future. Time is our most important investment. Time has stakes. You have 64 days left. Imagine showing up for a scheduled battle and discovering that the other side had been strategizing, bringing together allies and amassing their forces for the 63 days prior, and that the day's result was more or less already decided. Democrats, liberals, lefties, whatever you want to call them, have spent decades defending their intention to do what is right for the people by insisting that incremental progress is still progress, that progress takes time. We cannot stand on that pedestal any longer. We cannot depend on hope. We must do what is necessary and what is necessary now is to do everything we can possibly do. And so I ask you, what do you have to offer right now? What will you fight for? Clean air, clean water, affordable water, black lives, coral reefs, clean jobs, industry leadership, schools, immigration, sea level rise, Guns, reproductive rights, statehood, civil rights, wages, child care, health care, affordable nutritious food. I'm asking you to pick the issue that is most important to you personally. But if your issue is anything from the list above or related, you're probably choosing to fight for the public good. Grab hold of time. Do this thing. Fight this fight for 64 days, and one day, with luck and steadfastness, you will measure your life and find that these days mattered immensely because you acted as though they should. All right, folks. Uh, last thing before we go, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, a rating and a review would go a long way to supporting our community. Same thing for Overcast. Uh, just tap that star button. Takes just a second. You can do it right on your phone. Um, we would love if you joined our community, subscribe to these episodes uh, and conversations and essays uh, and newsletters today. 
anywhere you listen to podcasts. It's all right here for you. Um, and you'll find plenty more awesome tools to fight for a better future uh, at our website and in our newsletter at importantnotimportant.com. Thanks, everybody.